Hey, it's us again. Welcome back as we are doing our Super Bowl prop show. This is heading back to the window crew. I am uh, Scott Steen, lead handicapper at winnersandwiners.com, joined as always by the effervescent Scott Reichel, senior handicapper over winnersandwiners.com. And together we do a show each and every day, 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, Monday through Friday, a little thing we call heading back to the window with Scott and Scott. But uh, now we're going to do something a little bit special as we're going to take a look at some of our favorite plays for the Super Bowl as far as the prop action. Scott, I saw there was going to be a record 38.1 million people betting on the Super Bowl this year. I'm going to break all kinds of records for number of people bet bets taken. Not really much of a surprise there with more and more states becoming uh, legal online, right? Well, you got New York, so that's huge by itself. Start spreading the news, buddy. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So... You think props are more popular than the game? Yes. With betters. Yeah, you got to remember that a lot of people really, really love the NFL. Mm -hmm. But there's only two teams left, which means the majority of the fans of the actual league or or teams in the league probably don't have a team to root for right now. Right. Besides some you know, sentimental purpose or maybe just like how cool Joe Burrow is. But the point is, a lot of people... I'm already tired of that shit, by it. the way. I'm, I'm tired of Joe Cool. I've, I'm over him. Really? Yeah. Yeah, this, this okay. fucking... I don't, I don't need to see 22-year-olds with fucking swagger. You're, you're good. Just fucking relax. Either way, point is, is that a lot of people who root for football don't exactly have a team that's still in the hunt, mm-hmm. that's true. so to speak. So you're betting on something... Whether it involves squares, a prop sheet, something. Point is, is that people have money or something on the game to make it in- more interesting. I think the props are very important. Yep, you? absolutely, absolutely. Um, I think people like to have a little, uh, a little sniff. They'll, uh, they'll. It really is true. We will bet on anything. Um, I don't know, and I know you saw it at one hundred two. Uh, a lot of places I checked, coin toss still got minus one hundred five. Can't do it. I saw 101. Saw 101? If you like to bet online, I found 101. Oh, there you go. All right, very good. Um, most I'm re- feeling heads this year, by the way. Most ridiculous Super Bowl bet? What do you think it is? Prop? What's the what's the, what's the most head-shaking prop to you? On DraftKings, I saw a prop with no context at all. Will there be an octopus? Uh, I got that on my list. It was like 20 to 1. Uh-huh. I don't even know what the hell that means. I'm going to be honest with you, Scott. I had to look it up. It's when the same player scores the touchdown and the two-point conversion for eight points total. Octopus has eight That's arms. That's a thing? I, I never heard of that in my life. Nope. Never. And I, I literally, uh, I was this old when I found out about it. I found out it about literally about three hours ago. So I thought they meant like Detroit Red Wings hockey game when no. somebody's throwing a squid on the ice. Correct. Like, okay, never mind. No, that's not the case at all, okay. sir. Not the case at all. So, I know one of the most profitable or one of the, the one of the most popular areas to bet is MVP. Of course, you can bet individuals for MVP. Um, Scott, do you have a particular favorite that you like for MVP? Um, well, first of all, historically speaking, it's a quarterback award, so you should probably have some action on a quarterback or two. 31, 31 25. 31-25. For quarterback, non-quarterback? Yep. Yep. 
I'm I'm not sure what the numbers are for the last like 20 years though. I'm sure there's been a pretty solid quarterback ratio for the last 10, 15 Super Bowls. Uh, there has, and then you know, there's 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 more. I've, I actually have it broken down by position. Um, okay. Would you would you would you like to know? Um, and I'll and, I'll, and on along the way, I'll reveal some value. Okay, for starters, you can take a cup could pull at Edelman. Absolutely true. Absolutely yeah, true. Definitely JB. possible. Uh, okay, so if you like a quarterback for MVP, minus 300, Scott. Okay? Okay. Based on history, true odds, minus 122. Don't do it. Uh, wide receiver, plus 250. True odds, plus 700. Nope. Uh, running back, plus 900. True odds, plus 700. Hmm. Little value at running back. All right. Uh, and then we get into some of the... Uh, then we get into some of the uh, the real value... As a, uh, if you want to take a linebacker plus eleven hundred, okay. tr- true value plus sixty one hundred. You want to take a kicker ever won the Super Bowl MVP? Uh, kicker punter, I believe one time. Let me look up. Let me look up my. Uh, let me look up my list here. Hang on, I got it. Uh, Punt punter zero percent chance. Kicker, I'm not sure. They're they're all they're all uh, they're all uh, lumped together. You have kicker, punter, and long snapper. Okay. Yeah, I thought it might have been in the uh, I thought it might have been in the Dallas Baltimore game, but it wasn't. So then I don't think there's a shot. Um, uh, no. I mean to answer your question, no. a, am a, I going to bet? A linebacker has won once. Okay. Um, excuse me. A linebacker has won four times. Four times. Um, by position, um, yeah, I'll, I'll give it to you. I'll give, I'll give it to you real quick here. I'll give you, I'll give you. What's by- the odds on defensive one? Uh, they group, they group them together. Um, but I will tell you, a defensive tackle, defensive end, uh, combined have won the uh, uh, MVP three times. The odds on defensive line are plus a thousand. Two rods are plus four thirty. So okay. you're you're getting value there. How about a tight end at plus twenty eight hundred, Scott? You know how many tight ends have won the uh, MVP? One. Nope. Nope. Zero. Never, Never. happened. Never happened. Not one. Uh, histor- uh, the historical number is ridiculously it favors losing the toss as well. Hit the hit the hit the uh, the team that loses the toss has won every Super Bowl game since 2014. Huh. Okay. A fun, that's a fun fact. Yeah, it is, and there may be some, there may be, uh, maybe some science behind it because you're probably getting since 2014, you're probably deferring, so you're probably getting the ball first. Maybe you get down there and set the tone. Um, uh, so well, that's yeah. the thing, though, is I don't, I'm not really sure if there's any chance that any coach anymore wants to receive the ball first, right? Right, I mean, you're just that's what I'm saying. For who's gonna, so if you lose yeah. the toss, you're getting the ball first. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you know, it could be an, there could be an advantage here back in you know, back in old school football. Uh, defensive back uh, plus twelve hundred true odds plus four thirty. So the, the moral of the story, kids, is the more unlikely it is to happen, the more actual value there is on the real numbers. So now, do you think it's going to happen? Of course not. You think it's going to be a quarterback, and you fucking put it to bed, and that's it. But if you want to take a little spin, um, you could do worse than like a defensive lineman, for example, at, pl- at plus a thousand. Uh, you've got some high quality. You've got Aaron Donald, and you've got the uh, uh, was it Hendrickson for the Cincinnati. Yeah, Hendrickson. Uh, so you've got you got your two guys that can get after the quarterback, could put three sacks on the board. 
four sacks on the board, uh, fumble recovery, that kind of thing. The, so, um, yeah, scoop and score. I think it puts a defensive lineman right in the right in the pack. So there's yeah, there's definitely good value there. So anyway, um, probably the most interesting bet I found, and this is this is one of my favorites, is uh, Higgins and Boyd matched up against Cup by himself most yards. Okay. Boyd's been pretty quiet this entire playoff run, no? Yep. Yep. Yes. Um, I just went back and did it for the season. Higgins and Boyd, you're getting plus 105. Uh, the true odds, uh, because they had they had 1947 together, and Cup had 1916. So the true odds would be minus 105. So you're getting 10 cents of value right there, Scott. If you want to take Cup, you got to lay minus 130. His true odds should be plus 102. So, yeah, don't do it. That's what I'm saying. Okay. If you wanted to play play Higgins and Boyd together, uh, runner on the field. That's oh, that's a good one, Joan. That's absolutely a, a, a fan on the field. Yep, yep, yep. Um, I like my, one of my personal favorites, Scott. And you can actually do a re- little research on it. Is the national anthem. And I didn't I didn't do any for today, and I, I kind of it kind of snuck up on me, but I do like taking. I the, heard people the are leaning to the under this year. Who is it? I don't even remember. Yeah, I gotta look it up because you can find clips of them on YouTube, and you, and there, there's a whole, there's always a whole sub thing about it where you can read all about the national anthem. Uh, what's what's some of your favorites, Scott? We talked about the we talked about the octopus, where hopefully you've learned something new, or maybe you are already way smarter than we we are, which is certainly a, a strong possibility. But neither Scott nor I before today knew what an octopus was. Scott didn't know about it before the show. I don't know if you want. I don't know if you want to get into my favorite three now, or you want to just keep talking about the MVP, etc. No, no, that's uh, that's that's. I think that's solid. Uh, we could look. You want to look at individual MVP odds? How about that? Um, do you have any that jump off the page for you? Because I feel like once again, of course, the MVP is going to come from the winning team. Duh, it's only not happened once. Right. And. Uh, so basically you're automatically picking a money line built into it. It's just a way of finding value on the money line. So I'm blindly looking at Burrow. I think you have to. Yep. Just because I know that you said you've had enough of the swagger, et cetera. If they win and he does not play like complete garbage, he's winning the award. Like, I, I don't know how, who, who else they're going to give it to. It's just a matter of he basically single-handedly turn the franchise around it might win their first super bowl ever do you think somebody else is winning it if burrow even puts up mediocre numbers because i don't unless there's something spectacular happens on defense like uh you know like i said hendrickson having three sacks and a scoop and score yeah something like that where burrow has an average day then i could see it not happening but yeah for the most part if the if the Bengals win if burrows uh you know throws a couple of touchdown passes etc then yeah you're probably good mm-hmm that's, uh, that's what I'm looking at. So, Burrow, I'm going to take. Uh, do you know what the odds are? I'm trying to find what the I, I, MVP what do you odds want to, are. What do you want to know? What do you want to know? Uh, plus 225 uh, on Burrow. What's Burrow to start? Plus 225. Okay. And got... uh, I mean, if, if I think Cincinnati's going to win, he's going to get it. So, I think you're saving value mm-hmm. on the Bengals' money line by taking it. Yep. So, I'll go there. For the Rams... Ah, oh, do I think they'd give it to somebody not named Stafford? What's the Donald odds? Twelve. He's twelve. Mm-hmm. It's a little short. 
Okay, I'll go outside the box. What's Leonard Floyd's odds? Mm, I don't have him listed. Okay. He's uh it's worse it's worse than a hundred. Or it's better than a hundred, however you want to. On question, which uh, are you using a book for the odds here? Because I can't, I just can't find the. I'm answer. actually, I'm actually, I just, I just uh, googled it quickly because I got my, I got all my, I got all my books up on on other sites. I didn't want to fuck it up, so I just googled it. And it came up on the Athletic. Okay. Uh, they're uh, they're using the Bet Bet M- MGM, by the way. Yeah, what's the odds on Jalen Ramsey? Uh, Jalen Ramsey is uh, uh, like at one twenty five. Okay, I don't mind that one. Okay. If you think that he's going to be matched up on Chase and Burrow's going to force feed him, once again, if you're taking a defensive player, you need a miraculous performance. Mm-hmm. Ramsey getting a pick or two, I think that's definitely a possibility. I mean, 125 to 1, that's a pretty solid deal for taking one of, if not the best corners in the league, no? Absolutely. Absolutely, against a, against a high-profile receiver where if you shut him down, it really, it, uh, really shows up in the box score. Uh, D from Detroit giving you the uh, the attaboys for your call on Boston yesterday, as uh, I know you loaded up Thank personally, you. and the Nets loaded up not at all. So 28-2 to start the game. That'll do big. How about Evan McPherson at 100-1? to Because the Cincinnati team has so much trouble in the red zone. You could, you mm-hmm. could, you could see the Rams having trouble scoring. This game sort of be a... Uh, uh, something like a uh, 20, 26-21 Bengals win with four field goals from uh, McPherson? Uh, it's possible, but I don't see it. I just, a kicker's, you said never won before, right? Nope, never won. Never won. Uh, McPherson's a hell of a guy. If he hits a game-winning field goal at the end, maybe, but uh, no. Nah. I, I, I'm going to stay away from kickers. Uh, to look at the MVP odds, by the way, I I found a site that actually has it. Okay. You said Ramsey was around 125 to one. Yeah. What do you got? That's tempting. I see 90 to one on this book, so 125 to one sounds interesting. The first person I mentioned was Leonard Floyd, 200 to one. That's pretty juicy to me. Don't hate 200 it. 100 to one sounds like a good deal. Don't hate it, man, because there's got to be a leak in that bag somewhere. You can't you can't block everybody. You can't can't block Donald, you can't block Miller, you can't block Floyd. You, somebody's going to somebody's going to do some damage, Scott. It could be Leonard Especially Floyd. if you double team Miller on the and uh, not Miller, if you double team Donald on the inside, which is a and given. Of course, they're going to be focused on Miller. Yep. You might have a situation where they over adjust to those guys and Floyd gets a bunch of one-on-one and he might be able to make some key plays. So 200 to 1's tempting there. Um, what else was there? Well, I will. I will uh, tell you, Hend- Hendrickson's one hundred and seventy-five to one. Okay, that that's that's an auto bet for me. Yep, absolutely. If you want to go for a long shot there, so when we talked about no tight end winning at in twenty-eight to one of the odds, I say screw that. You could take Uzama at a hundred to one and Higby at a higher number than that, and call it good if you if you wanted to play you know the ridiculous tight end uh, having um, having the MVP day. I'd consider it if Uzama was healthy. Yeah, but. I'm not sure if he can move, so I'm going to toss the tight ends out. Just because I feel like if you're going to win with a tight end, you need a Gronk or somebody who's going to be on the field the entire time. Both teams rotate tight ends frequently. I just don't see enough volume. Okay. Do you? I, I just don't see enough volume. No, it would, it would it would have to take something spectacular for that to happen. But I don't see how likely that is when both teams rotate tight ends in and out. So I'm going to toss those out. But if you want to go for long shots, 
Once again, these are like $10 to win $1,700. Hendrickson, I'm tempted by. Floyd, I'm tempted by at 200 to 1. And Ramsey at around 120 to 1. I think are solid long shots. But I think the realistic option is Burrow. Yeah, that's, I mean, you have to look at the quarterbacks first. And it isn't. Odell, maybe at 22 to 1. Maybe. Okay. Now the one person we've left out of the conversation has has been Cooper Cup at six to one. Do you think that's too short of a price on a wide receiver? I don't think there's any value because, of course, if Cup ends up having 120 something yards and a touchdown, that means Stafford is going to have minimum 120 something plus and a touchdown. Not to mention all the other receivers they have, but the Rams have so many weapons. The thing about the Edelman Super Bowl MVP was the fact that you look at the rest of New England's receiving core. Did they really have anybody? No. Besides no. Gronk? No, it was a horrible team. That's oh. what I'm a, hor- a horrible receiving course. The mm-hmm. point is, you still have Odell. You still have a decent amount of tight ends that are pretty good. Van Jefferson's underrated as well. There's a lot of receivers there that could end up having a decent game. Six to one for Cup. I get that he's unbelievable and all, but yeah. are they really going to vote for Cup if he has 120 yards and a touchdown over Stafford? With three thirty and two touchdowns, probably not. I'm not getting involved with Cup for less than less than two to one. Um, JC's done. Says Mike Dog agrees with Wait, for less the, than two the, to one. Two, two, I'm sorry. That? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Ten to one. Ten to one. Ten, ten to one. I think is the price we're looking for. Yes. But once again, that's the question you have to ask yourself because if Cup has a big game, odds are Stafford's going to as well. So, do you think Stafford or Cup would win the MVP if Stafford finishes with three twenty and two touchdowns? And Cup ends up with 120 and a touchdown. Right. That's I that, think they're giving it to Stafford. That's what because the, they're going to lean Stafford anyway because it's such a great story after languishing in Detroit for a hundred years. You know, yeah. uh, finally finding his way out of the wilderness. Uh, JB points out that that was a 13 to three game, so nobody else did anything. That is absolutely true. Yeah. Uh, that was on the other night, Scott. I actually watched that, and it was if anything it was painful. It was worse than I remembered it, and I remembered it as being horrible, and it was even. worse I remember than the that. brutal red zone interception by Goff at the end, mm-hmm. or it wasn't red zone. He just chucked it down the sideline, and Gilmore got handed a pick on a silver platter. Yep. So he, here's one you can play, and I'm kind of I'm kind of interested in this. I will get involved in this with Burrow throwing more touchdown passes than Stafford. Uh, you can get that at plus 150, Scott, and okay. that, that's good value because during the season, Burrow threw 34, Stafford threw 41, so the true odds for that play should be plus 121, so I'm getting about ooh, 20%, 20, 22% value there. Um, that's a play for me. I'll take I'll take Burrow. Now, the problem is push is a loss, so you do have to be aware that if they each throw two, you're screwed. You don't get your money back, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, the push, the push is an option, by the way. About I think plus three hundred, but uh, I will I will play that as well. Um, what else are you looking at? So is it time to go through my favorite or best bets yeah. for the prop? Yeah, yeah, just go through what you got. So first one's going to be a pretty standard one, not that exotic. I'm going Odell over sixty and a half receiving yards. Okay, at around minus one twenty. You shop around, it's mostly sixty two, sixty three. I saw Fox bet had 60 and a half at minus 120. I'm going to take that. He's had at least 69 in each of the last two games. Had 100 plus last game against San Francisco. If we know that Cup is the main weapon, I'm sure Cincinnati knows that as well. Unfortunately, every other team knew that too, but Cup still did whatever he wanted. Right. But Odell's been so good over the last couple of weeks. 
and the Bengals secondary is very underwhelming, you're going to have Odell on who? Eli Apple for the entire game? I'll take my chances. About tired of him too, by the way. What? About tired of him too, by the way. Eli Apple? Yeah. It's because he's not very good. No, he's horrible. So I'm going to go with Odell over. He's really clicking with Stafford. It makes a lot of sense to me. So I like the over there. Maybe even touchdown score. I saw it was around plus 140 for any time. I don't mind that. But the yards on Odell seem very low. I think he'll get into the 70s. You? Okay. Um, I like the... Uh... Uh, I like the Bengals to win and uh, Jamar Chase, Cooper Cup, uh, both to score a touchdown. Okay. So you're getting plus 600 on that. True odds of that should be about somewhere in the neighborhood of plus 540. So you're getting about 10% value there. And I think this would be a good time to remind everybody to use different books if you have the opportunity to shop your lines because there will never be more discrepancy than you will find on Super Bowl props. So, um, and I know a lot of the real value in the props is, is, has been diminished because when they, the, the, the time to bet them is when they come up, mm-hmm. but we know that people bet them the closer to the game. I don't think we, what I'm saying is I don't think we would have had as much, traction or has much interest in our video a week ago plus a lot of the plays we gave out would no longer be relevant the numbers would be so stale that if you tried to watch it a week later a lot of them a lot of them would be uh unbettable so yeah pretty much uh makes it it's hard to take receivers or quarterbacks yeah i i he meant over quarterbacks but yeah yeah the way it is i mean it is i mean that's this yeah again the way that it, the narratives are always with the quarterback yeah Yep, agreed. Um, I'm trying to see. So four of the last five have been quarterbacks. Uh, we had a couple of linebackers, uh, 14 and 16. But again, we've had Brady, Foles, Mahomes, and, and Brady again. And Edelman. I'm trying to think. The linebackers yeah, had 14 and 16. Mm-hmm. Malcolm Smith was one. Yeah. What was the other one? Vaughn Miller. Oh, uh, that's right. Okay. You couldn't. I keep could, forgetting he's technically a linebacker. Couldn't. Yeah. Couldn't yeah. fucking give it to Manning. Couldn't do it. Oh, he was he was brutal. Yeah, I mean you had to. Von Miller had the fumble, the strip sack fumble, the biggest play of the game. Yep. So yeah, that makes sense. But the point is, both of them made game changing plays. The Malcolm Smith one, not so much. I would have still given it to Wilson personally, but he had a pick six. Right. So you need some huge play involved, which is why I mentioned Ramsey, Hendrickson, Floyd, people who can make big plays if you need a defensive score. So that's where I'm kind of looking at. But that's going to segue me into my second uh, play, which is going to be Trey Hendrickson to record a sack, a full sack, at minus 125 on DraftKings. And a couple reasons why. First of all, I know laying juice with a guy to record a sack sounds wild. The only thing crazier is Hendrickson's numbers. He's recorded at least one sack in 15 of 18 games this season. You know how insane that is? That's nuts. That's 15 of 18. Yep. So minus 125, whatever true odds you should be getting, 125 is a bargain. Give me Hendrickson. Did you figure it out? Did you figure out the true odds? Uh, No, but it's a lot. (laughs) It's, it's, it's high. It's it's a lot juicier than minus 125. It's high. It's, (laughs) it's high. It's far. It's gone. I'm, I'm taking minus 125. Put it on the board. 
Um, any thoughts on like uh, quarter plays, first first quarter, that kind of stuff? You see, how do you see this game playing out, or do you not want to? We don't want to give away too much before our Friday show. That's going to segue me into my third prop. Okay. So if you have a second one you want to talk about, I'll let you do that first. Um, you know, it's a, uh, it's really hard. It's really hard not to take cup over. Um, I know it's, I know it's a hellacious number, but I've got to do, I've got, what do you, I've got it at 104 and a half. You got anything better than that? Uh, let me see. You said 104 and a half. Mm -hmm. Um, what do we got? Uh, it, if you're going to find anything lower, it's going to probably be hovering around something 100 related. Yeah, I'm good. I see 105 and a half on, uh, on DraftKings. I played up to 106. Uh, Henry, and Henry Saxpat is cool. Yeah. Um, what's the odds? What, what chances of uh, Von Miller or Donald dominating this poor offensive line and winning the MVP? Yeah, we talked about well, that. Well, we did talk about it. I'm not taking Donald. I, I can't take 16 to 1 on a defensive lineman. That I can't do. But I mentioned Hendrickson, 175 to 1. Floyd at 200 to 1, and Ramsey at wherever you can find it, 100, 100 to 1, 125 to 1, whatever. I think those are my defensive players. Donald could go nuts. Can you really take a defensive tackle at 16 to 1? I can't. Uh, if I was going to do that, I'd rather take Von Miller at 50 to 1, or like you said, Leonard Floyd at a buck and a quarter. Yeah, I agree. Uh, but I think, I, think the, I think the odds of one of those players dominating an offensive line, very strong. Yeah. So, but the point is, if you throw ten bucks on Hendrickson at one hundred seventy-five to one, you make seventeen hundred bucks. Yeah, that's a pretty solid deal in my book. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, so I've got, so I've got, I've got Coop over uh, one hundred and four, one hundred four and a half. And I call him Coop. We're we're buddies. Call him Coop. Your yeah. friends. Yeah. Okay. So that's gonna. Uh, you yeah. mentioned the slow starting, the slow starts for Super Bowls in the past. Mm -hmm. That's gonna segue me to my third prop. I like Cincinnati to punt on its first drive at minus 110 yep. on BetMGM. Yep, I had that one as well. That's good. And I, you find a better price. I feel like I have to like it. I mean, the whole conversation is can Cincinnati block the Rams' elite defensive line? I don't know. Maybe over a 60-minute period, but I don't expect them to on the first drive. I think the Rams will dominate up front early on. Yep. I expect a little bit of nerves because it's going to be a new experience for Cincinnati. First Super Bowl appearance appearance in what thirty years? Yeah, yep, yep. So I expect Taylor to be a little bit conservative to start, a little bit of a low scoring first quarter. Give me the punt at minus one ten for Cincinnati. Um, Bronco Devil, both quarterbacks over three hundred at plus five twenty five. I would compare that to the same game parlay odds. So just keep that in mind. You might be able to find. Uh, an even better deal if you just parlay 300 plus for both, but that sounds good. Yeah, it does. It, it, I'm a little worried. It looks like the three milk bottles at the carnival, where it seems like it's it just too easy. Too, it's, it's, it's too easy. But you know, I think I think Burrow gets there, and I think if the Rams get behind, I think they throw. Um, you know, yeah, I'm okay with that. I think that's a hell of a price. I would have priced that probably somewhere in the 350 range. So I think you're getting, I think you're getting a hell, of, hell of good uh, value there. Um, yeah, well, let me see what I could find on odds. Unless, unless Stafford starts the game by throwing a pick and or how about a snap over the head like the Manning? Uh, okay, according to FanDuel's same game parlay odds, it pays out a plus 419. 
So you're getting over a dollar of value. Okay. So I was I, that's, I, that's solid to me. I wasn't missing it too far. Uh, any odds on uh, Cincinnati second string quarterback stats after Bro gets his head knocked off? No, I don't Fuck, see if, any odds. If he didn't, if if he didn't go out after getting sacked nine times and blown up more than that by Tennessee, I don't know what you do to that fucking kid. I guess I guess you hit his knee. Uh, you stop you stop tackling him high. Scott, are you surprised that the teams don't do more devious shit like that? Like the, uh, like the Buffalo, like the Buffalo, well, like the Buffalo Kansas City game, where they could have just held them off the line of scrimmage and taken the five yards and run the and run the time off the clock with thirteen seconds. You could have just fucking tackled Kelsey and Hill coming off the line. Uh, teams don't do that. They play it honorably. And it's the same with, you know, sacrificing sacrificing a player to take out your quarterback's knees. They don't they don't do that either. Um, are you surprised? Is that do we get do we give the NFL a nod for doing the right thing? I mean, if I was Buffalo, I would have grabbed the crap out of Kelsey and and Hill because you're trying to win the game. Right. It reminds me of what John Harbaugh did a couple of years ago against Cincinnati. Final play of the game, they're up. I believe it was three at the time. He told his punter to go back there with eight seconds left and to take a safety. The caveat was that he told the entire offensive line and the running back and the quarterback to hold the crap out of the defense and stall for 10 seconds. Right. And they did. Yep. And that's how the game ended. Yep, tackled him. I do think you can make an argument with gamesmanship that you should not do it for sportsmanship purposes. Right. I'm trying to win the game. Yeah. So I side with Harbaugh on this one. If you want to do some devious stuff to win, injuries are a bit too far for me. Okay. But if you want to manipulate rules... I'm fine with that. All right. Yeah, Belichick's figured out the, the penalty and the timeout thing. And uh Bronco Devil flea faker plus two forty five. Yes. Yes. Again, I'm 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 on that. Teams pull out a lot of shit in the in this in the Super Bowl. Now, does it have to be completed or do they have to just run it? Have to just run it. Okay. Change used over one on one and a half. No. No. They're not they're not measuring anymore. Uh, rough in the passer, yes. With today's NFL officiating, not with they the, go rough in the passer for breathing on. Not people. with no. It's a uh, it's it's a uh, it's Ron. Uh, the fuck's the referee? Uh, what's his last name? It's um, he didn't call. I don't he, know where you're going. He, uh, Ron Torbert. Oh, okay, is a referee. Uh, doesn't call many penalties. I still like the over on concept based on if the fact that you think Burrow is going to be running for his life the entire game, if he gets hit. With the way that it's been officiated this season, even money sounds like a pretty solid deal in my book. You, well, and Bur- we're expecting Burrow to get not even sacked, but let's just say hit. What do you think? Like eight times, ten times? Oh yeah, that's a lot of opportunities for one roughing the passer. Yeah, agreed. I'm looking up. Uh, I'm looking up Torbert's numbers here because um, I know when uh, we had Vinovich last week, and I, and I talked about this on the show. When the, or the week before, when the Chiefs had Vinovich, no roughing the passer calls all season, Scott. I prefer it that way, but you have to look at the fact that even roughing the passer, if you graze the face mask with your hand, it's roughing the passer. So they're extremely, I think, too protective of quarterbacks now. But if you think that Burrow's going to get hit nine times and Stafford gets hit maybe five times, might be exaggerating, but let's just say both quarterbacks get hit 10 times in the game. You need one rough in the passer penalty. It's a decent deal in my book. Okay. 
right. Um, yeah, I'm just looking here. Um, Torbert was the referee in the. He was the substitute referee in that Cincinnati Kansas City game, which was okay. Just a brutal game for the Chiefs. That was the one with the you know uh, illegal hands to the face and that shit that kind of cost them the game. The holding in the end zone. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. No, actually, yeah. Well, one of them, the, the hands to the face would have was offsetting. So and then they got the holding in the end zone on the next play. Yeah. Uh, do you think Cincinnati has Burrow quick throwing all games? Uh, four plus sacks sound possible? Yes. I don't think they're gonna. I don't think they're gonna have him in the, in the three step five step drop for most of the game. You you got to give him time I, to get yeah. down the field. I don't think they're suddenly gonna turn him into Ben Roethlisberger where mm-hmm. he throws a bunch of dump off passes the entire game. Nope. They got here doing what they want to, which is airing it around the parking lot to chase Higgins and and Boyd. They're not gonna change their approach. They might have to in the second half, but the first half, they're going to try to sling it. McPherson, four field goals plus 650. That's a lot. I'd rather play, I'd rather play, I'd rather play three field goals at about plus 300. Yeah, I agree. Four is a lot. Seems, yeah, it's a little bit too much. Uh, 50 plus, plus 130. That's getting close. I'd probably get involved at 50, 150. Yeah. Not sure 130 is quite enough. Last play. I think, you just, I think you would just be better off, Bronco, instead of taking McPherson field goal 50 plus. Why not just take longest field goal and you get both kickers? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You lose, of course, some some value from plus 130 to maybe minus 115, but you're probably saving about they're not, four yards. They're not letting Gay turn anything over 50. No, but that's the point. But you might be able to win if he hits a 48-yarder. Oh, I get you. All right. Um, so you're saving a couple yards there, and you're also saving a couple on McPherson, but you're adding a kicker. So I do think you're better off laying a little bit of extra juice to get both kickers and saving about four yards. Last play, not a kneel down, plus 140. <laughs> it's a real, that's a real tough one. Because there's two ways that you can really win it. Well, really multiple ways. One's a field goal at the buzzer, which is rare. But that happens. The other is a potential team driving late runs out of time. Or C is well, kind of the same boat. It's just a turnover and the clock runs out. Kind it's of. really who has the ball at the end. That's what you're betting. Yeah, it's on. really it. Uh, David the Italian said he's got just got back from the hot tub. Lives in Vegas. Fuck. And I like I liked him too. Now and now I'm. Want to go to the hot tub? Uh, how about them Razorbacks? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, buddy. Super Bowl MVP. <laughs> Tyler, we did about the first 10, 12 minutes of the show on the Super Bowl MVP, running it down by position, by player, who we liked, who we yeah, didn't like. recording, you're, you'll probably have to go back and listen to the first 10, 15 minutes. So, uh, spoiler alert, we like long odds. We like, we like, like long odds with defensive guys. Um, I like long odds and Burroughs tempting at plus 225. Each quarterback, one interception plus 200. No, not for me. Is that exactly one, or is that at least one? I would think one plus. I think it's one plus. Yeah. I don't mind it. I don't think the odds are good enough for me. Nope. I would rather just take one of the quarterbacks to throw a pick. Yep. I think Burrow's going to throw one. I agree. I like the over on Burrow. I agree. But it's a spot where Stafford, we know, has been a guy who's been a loose cannon. At times, or not even at times, most of his career. But, yeah, plus 200 isn't really rich enough for me. Bronco Devil mentions a fun one. 
which is the losing quarterback to throw two plus picks at plus 350. Yes. I don't mind that one. I think that has some value to it. Yep, totally you? totally agree. Um uh, I'm just looking at the uh So they call it, I'm just, I'm going back to this roughing the passer thing. I average 3.97 roughing the passer penalties per week. Yeah, league-wide. So that's about one in every four games, give or take. If you got a full week, obviously a little better than that if you've got a bye weeks involved. Okay. Uh, so there's something – there's kind of a rough estimate to get started. Man, I always like to run the math. On, on all these props, I, I do the math down to the granular level. Um, so you're looking – Two odds, uh, what, what do we say? So they call four per week out of 16 games. You should be getting four to one. So, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm not getting involved. Sorry. Somebody brought it up. I, I don't mind it, but both teams rushing the odds t- could be higher. Both teams rushing TD plus 150. Yeah. I don't know if Cincinnati's in the I game. don't either. With their fucking, they're just awful in the red zone, dude. Um, well, Mixon's been, I know it was great in overtime against Kansas City, but... He's been basically a non-factor, or at least not that big of a factor for the most part. And that you want to you want to get involved in mixing rushing yards? No, you got him around sixty. I'd lean under, but yeah. no, got him around sixty or so, right? Uh, give or take. I think that's too high. Uh, just looking at rushing attempts here. Sony Michelle over five and a half. Acres go in the doghouse again. If he fumbles, that's what I'm saying. Or, or if he's ineffective. ineffective. Could be. Okay. I see uh, Tyler's asking about Odell anytime touchdown. I mentioned that before. I like Odell yards. I think anytime touchdown to around plus 140 solid. I don't even mind first touchdown. But I do think that Odell has a lot of pretty appealing numbers for this matchup. Yep, agreed. Uh, we count money over here. Wants to know if I'm going to do a prop package. Yeah, I, I do that every season for my uh, for my premium subs. Um, at no extra charge, I throw out a little uh, my 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 top ten prop plays. So we'll be looking at that. Done pretty well. Uh, Bronco asking if I'm taking the Rams. By the way, we're gonna save all the deep dive opinion stuff for later in the week. But I like Cincinnati. Okay. All right. There you go. Um. What else? You got any other props, buddy? Uh, not really. Okay. I feel like those are the three that those are the three that jumped off the page that yep. will be betting i'd say either a full unit with some sprinkles on other stuff on the side or even more than a unit but those are my three favorites okay uh the three being uh odell over 60 and a half receiving yards at around minus 120 hendrickson to record a sack at minus 125 and cincinnati to punt on its first drive at minus 110 i love all three of those as for the other stuff i'll take the sprinkles on the mvp of Floyd at 200 to one Hendrickson, 175 to one Ramsey around 125 to one. And then probably a play on Burrow instead of Cincinnati money line. Okay. But yeah, I feel like that's pretty much going to do it for me. Then again, I'm going to be digging throughout the rest of the week. If there's anything that I like besides the stuff I mentioned, I'll reiterate that later in the week. Okay. But yeah, I feel like that's what I got so far. All right, and I've got uh, I've got Higgins and Boyd together over Cup at plus one hundred five, some decent value there. I've got Burrow over Stafford most TD passes at plus one fifty, and I've got the Bengals to win with uh, Jamar Chase and Cup both to score a touchdown 
and that pays plus 600. And uh, most importantly, we all found out what an octopus was. So there you go. Cool. Um, one more from Bronco Devil. Rams minus four and a half. OBJ Cup, Chase, TD, Stafford, 250 plus at 1,000. Too many moving parts for me. Too many things happen. I think there's too many touchdown scores in there. Yep, that's exactly right. Too many things have to go right. Uh, OBJ Cup, Chase. Yeah. I mean, you're getting the usual suspects right. and all, but I I really have a hard time putting more than, I'd say, two touchdown scores in a game, or in a parlay, I mean. I just feel like you need so much to go right. I don't know how many touchdowns you're expecting in the game, but you need three to go to specific guys. Mm-hmm. It gets a little bit too dicey for me. You guys submit props when they first come out. I quit props the past two years. Seem to always go like ten to twelve down a few units. And I get that. Um, yes, I don't, I don't go that crazy on props, but I'll. There's some that I really like. Yep, uh, I will look at the early prop numbers because there's usually some stuff that stands out that you got to get down on because you know it's going to change. Anyone know where the public money is on the Super Bowl? Uh, let me see what I got here. What do you, you got? Anything quick to to you? Uh, let me pull it up quick. Uh, I'd assume the public's on Cincinnati, right? I the last I saw that was the case. Um, yeah. I see around sixty three percent. I've got on Cincinnati. I've got uh, now. See, I, now see, I, I've got different. I'm looking at action. And I've got I've got fifty eight forty two Rams on number and seventy six twenty four on money. That's for the Ram. That's for the Rams. Uh huh. Uh-huh. So sharps are pounding the Rams. Yep. Okay, that yep. makes sense. Yep, agreed. Um, as far as the total goes, let's see here. Total is sharp money is all over the under forty percent of the, doesn't surprise me forty percent of the bets eighty percent of the money. If they think the Rams are going to win, which a lot of the money's coming in on, you're expecting Burr to get sacked about six times. So they're expecting the Rams' defense to dominate, and that's why they like the under. So I can understand the logic there. We're going to save our actual opinions on the game itself for later on in the week, but I can understand people thinking that it's correlated Rams winning with the under. I think that makes sense from a correlation perspective. Yep. Yep, and we always talk about we always talk about how to correlate those if there's correlation opportunities, and I think there's opportunities both ways in this one. So, yeah, um, yeah Jay Seaton, our farm play is uh, Richmond and George Mason under one thirty-seven. Very good. Each team touchdown first half minus one hundred five. It's another milk bottle bet. Yeah, okay, I'm in. I'm in. Yeah. All right, very good. Okay, guys, thanks for joining us. We had uh, we had some fun. Hopefully, answered some questions and revealed some of our favorite stuff. And, uh, yeah, we'll be doing the Friday preview show where we talk about the game itself, the matchups there, the injury list, and uh, everything everything but, the, everything but the Gatorade on Friday. Who do you like? What do you like for Gatorade, Scott? Uh, blue okay. and orange. I'm going red. Going red this really? year. Really? Yep. Going red. I'm going, blue and, I'm going blue and orange. Okay, fair enough. All right, guys. Thanks very much for joining us. As always, make sure you check us out each and every day, 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, as Scott and I will do our best to help us all head back to the window. You guys have a great day. Good luck on all your plays, and we'll see you tomorrow. Take care, everybody.